fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> those text messages were quite hilarious. Dude, I, I was walking to my truck because I was going to go get uh, stuff for uh, hot Italian sausage sliders and queso we're making for the game tonight. Um, and I, I couldn't stop. I couldn't breathe. Oh, he God. just texted back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh God. Yeah. Well, we're recording, so. Oh man, so all of that's on there. That's beautiful. Oh well, we're gonna go ahead and kick it off because I don't want to take up too much time today. But uh, welcome to Dad and Comedy Podcast episode seventy-two. I'm here with my reoccurring uh, co-host at this point, uh, Deontay. I'm glad I could be here. Took forever, but I'm glad I could be here. And that's it. Just me and you today, because not very many people we know do Super Bowl stuff. So that that is a fair statement. (laughs) But before I will agree with that. Before everybody turns it off that doesn't like sports, we're doing. We're going to be doing top 10 Super Bowl halftime shows. So we get a little bit of little bit of a broader net with that audience. I think we'll get a, quite a few people with that one. I'm no, saying I hope so. I, I I personally think that this one was pretty exciting. It took me a minute to get together my list because I really had to think about like all the shows that it, like I remember. Yeah. Uh, the good good news is, is we got our new uh, Dad and Company magnets today, and oh, you got new ones. Yeah, so they look the same outside of a couple of very small changes. I I changed the QR code instead of taking you to the Podbean website. Now it takes you to the, our YouTube page because that is where I am. That is where I'm focusing my efforts, most of my efforts. I'm st- we're still doing streaming and whatnot. It's just hard for me to get the numbers off of all of the sites. So, but I will still continue to do that. Uh, but we also made new, completely unrelated ones with uh, with a design that uh, Earl sent us. So, oh, nice. Yep. So I'll, I'll send you a picture. Of anyway. We are going to be doing, like I said, the top 10 Super Bowl halftime performances. We're going to start at number 10. We're going to go, we can go counterclockwise or clockwise, but we're going to keep it clockwise. Be it, there's just you. I'm saying in reality, it just starts with me and then goes to you. So, true, true. So I don't know if you you wrote down the years as well I for did. the halftime. So I wrote down the year that they performed and so I'll try to give as much as I can remember about each of these um as I can but my number 10 was whoa, 2020 Whoa 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 2 seconds sir we're going to start at number 10 we're going to go to number 1 we're going to I feel like everybody knows this by now we're, gonna, we're not they're, animals they're new listeners hopefully and we're going to go from number 10 to number one because we're not animals. We'll end on my list because it's the definitive number one list. And if we have honorable mentions, we'll do them between number two and number one. So now... I feel like we should just throw out honorable mentions whenever. That 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 adds into the chaos. I don't have any honorable mentions, but number... I don't either. It's okay. Ten. 
All right. So my number 10, 2020s, was J-Lo and Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. That, and that was an awesome I, one. I, see, I just, I really like watching Shakira. I don't really give a crap about J-Lo, like me personally. Um, but I love watching Shakira, like, perform live like that. I thought it was really good. It draw uh, drew me in, and we were having a shitty year with 2020, so. It was a good one. I I liked it. It was it was a very it was very ethnic. Now, what's your number ten, sir? My number ten is the one that we just had on Sunday, because this comes out on Wednesday. I'm taking a chance and saying that Usher's was good. Oh, uh, you are. Risking it for that biscuit there, man. <laughs> yes, I know. See, I'm but... not a huge Usher individual, so I'm I'm uh I liked Usher. You know, he he's he's got good music. I like his his soulful R and B, but uh I think it's gonna be a good show. So uh yeah, I mean it was actually what I meant to say was man, it was really good. Can you imagine he did that one th- and then that person came out? <laughs> Whoa, that was crazy. There it is, man. <laughs> we should have waited to record this till tomorrow, so then you really had some specifics. Nah, nah, it's all right. Number nine. All right, so my number nine was Beyonce's 2013 oh, halftime performance. The first Beyonce. Yes. So I wasn't a huge fan of when she came back and did the second one with, uh, I can't remember who she performed with with that one, but the original 2013 where she did it by herself, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Yeah, I almost put that one on my list. That one is not on my not, list. Not some time to figure out. Um, who she performed with on the second one? Uh, let's see. It was oh, it was Bruno Mars. Yeah, I was gonna say one. it was Bruno Mars. Yeah, I, there was one other person, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, because I, I was gonna put that down. Frankie. Mu- not- Frankie Muniz. Like it was Coldplay. <laughs> that was the third one. Lights, loves, and the speed of sound. I think fan of Bruno Mars like at all. So. Oh really? Oh man, do you yeah. just not like R and B? I love R&B. You love R&B, but you don't like Bruno Mars or Usher? That doesn't make sense to me. It's just, it's a personal opinion. Is this not about personal opinions here, damn it? I told you my list would be right. <laughs> okay. Okay, Boomer. Whoa! Whoa! This is not there. my Batman glass. I went there. My number nine is 2015... Katy Perry, Lenny Kravitz, and Missy Elliott. <laughs> the left shark? <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. My dog's barking Bork. like crazy. Did you hear that? Yeah. Bork. Do, do you hear the uh, the aquarium in the background? I do not hear an aquarium. No, my dogs were going crazy because we had the puppy bowl on, and Bonna fucking hates that. Oh, man. Yeah, I haven't watched anything yet today. Oh, I didn't really watch it, to be fair. I was in the kitchen making the food for later tonight. Bavana was going insane, so who I brought her in. Who all's coming office. to your house? Me and Krista. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. That's just just me and me and mine here. I didn't so, I didn't feel like traveling after traveling all week. <laughs> That's a fair statement. Yeah. I, I don't blame you at all. Hopefully we can get back to doing some streaming this week. Oh, I hope so. I miss it. 
Uh, BG3 so much. Anyway, your number, wait, eight? Yeah, number eight. Yeah. Uh, my number eight was the 2017 Lady Gaga performance. Gaga. Um, I, I, I guess because like I kind of grew up with her, like her ri- uh, her rising to where she is now. Like I really enjoyed watching her perform that. I yeah, it was amazing, and I like Lady Gaga's music. I don't give a fuck. I'll say I don't give a fuck. Don't Whoa! Give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. My number eight is the 2020 Shakira and J-Lo. But you didn't mention, <laughs> you didn't mention Bad Bunny. Yeah, Bad Bunny was like a, the, not like the, like he wasn't, or like he's not anymore, but he's a global phenomenon. I know, I'm saying, in, in reality, I also thought it would be on your list, so we would talk about it some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I J Balvin? Want, I didn't want to go through everything in it, because I knew we'd have a little bit more to talk about. Wasn't that uh, the one that J-Lo brought her daughter? Did, did her? she? I think so. Uh, I don't remember. But yeah, that one was that one was awesome. Plus, I liked hearing all the all the people complain that it was like, oh, oh, they, they, I can't believe they showed that on television. I'm like, well, yeah. Have you not been paying attention? Ladies are allowed to show their legs and their shoulders now. I know it's crazy, but <laughs> yeah, like the first thing I I see when I look it up is is about that is about how. Um, she's just showing so much and how dare her <laughs> it's too sexualized how, how dare you that this is football just. god damn it yeah how dare we have Taylor Swift show up and watch football and bring a bunch of new fans I don't want to see no I don't want to see these women gyrating on stage where are the cheerleaders <laughs> yeah hypocrisy Number seven. <laughs> well, I'm saying if you look at the world we live in, does that surprise you? No. Exactly. Um, so I think this one's going to surprise that I have it on my list, but I enjoyed her performance, specifically her performance in 2004, Janet Jackson. Oh, that was the year. That was the fucking, the nipple gate. Yeah, so... I hate the piece of shit who was there with her, but her performance was spectacular. Don't talk about Justin Timberlake like that. He's a piece of shit. I can't believe he's, the he's, whole, he's, he's <laughs> okay. He's the reason that shit happened. So fuck him. He's uh, a piece of shit. And I hope he doesn't make any more money the rest of his life. Okay. I would like to say that he wasn't the worst person there performing during the Super Bowl halftime show that he's a piece of shit and I stand behind it. I guarantee you'd listen to his music before you listen to the other ones though. Do you not remember I'd who listen to Janet Jackson's first? I like Nelly. Anyway, we'll get into that when I get when it comes to mine. <laughs> okay. What's your number seven? Two thousand one Aerosmith, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, the kings of rock and pop. I almost put that on my list. That honestly was going to be my honorable mention, but I was just like, I don't remember enough of it. I was going to say. Because all I saw was highlights because I was fucking four years old. (laughs) Oh, that's, yeah, that was, that one was really good. 
I liked it. I liked the mix that they did. Really, Aerosmith goes can go with anybody. And That's Mary J. Sure. Blige is a legend. That that. That's fair. Okay. I'll take I'll take your word for it because once again, I was four. <laughs> uh yeah. I I don't know if I have any from when I was four. I definitely don't. <laughs> I don't even know. I'd be... Did they have it in 1989? <laughs> <laughs> like I I was like gonna put like the 1993 show, but I was like I only saw little bits of it i don't i never actually saw that live 1993 was that michael uh, jackson yeah it's michael jackson oh okay yeah when he brought all the kids there was like a bunch hey yo no i'm i'm dead serious i'm pretty sure that was the show was it really i think so yeah then why is the doubt is like a top 10 performance of all time because it was a really good performance it, I'm not yeah, kidding. Look it up, man. I'm, I'm telling you, art, art, and artist. I understand that he did a lot of bad stuff. So I, exactly. I, so I, it's, it's yeah. So my number six is 2006's Rolling Stones. Oh man, really? In reality, like I, I love the Rolling Stones just because like I love rock. I, I love history. Like they are a part of history. They're set in stone in that hit it. King. Um, I love going to our rock and roll hall of fame here, seeing their stuff in there, like listening to their music. I'm saying I, I, I get that I was nine when this performed. Oh, that's, that's fine. Uh, but I, I've watched this halftime show many times. I just didn't think it was a good show. I, I I don't know. Like I I know I understand the the cultural significance, but I just I don't think that it was that great of a show. See, I think that's what puts it so high is because of the history with them. Not so much the show was amazing; it's just them as just as general. That's fair. Fair enough. My number six is 2021 the weekend i loved that performance yes oh man like him running through like the glass where it's like and having the camera so close to his face people hated that i know and i I don't don't understand i like i thought it was amazing i loved it 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 was different it was well. It also helped that he could like run through the stands and everything because that was the COVID year, like the big one where the stands were half empty. But yeah, exactly. I I thought it was a great performance, and I I'm down. I I don't care if you. I don't care if people lip sync. Just entertain me. I don't think that he did, but. If he did, I, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Just entertain me. Yeah. I, like, I'm not only there for the songs being performed. I'm there to keep me zoned in on it. And that's what that show did. Because there was so much going on that I was like, I have to pay attention. I don't want to miss anything. 
I enjoyed it thoroughly. Very, very, very much so, obviously, since it was on my list at number six. But you know what I'd like to do? I want to go behind the scenes with the setup and teardown crew. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I want to know the logistics that go behind that, because that's impressive. Like, I want to see how, like, how everything led up to it. Like, how, how like, the weekend, like, went through their, their, their pre, like, their pre-shows. Like, how they, how, did they actually do a full run through with all that stuff like that? And, like, I think it would just be amazing. Yes, I. That's the documentary I want. Met, Met, Metal <laughs> Arc Media, get on that. <laughs> number five. Ooh, this is this right, be number, a short. My number short five episode. has already been mentioned, and it's from 2015. Katy Perry. The left <laughs> shark just. We talked about that stupid left shark for years after that performance. Well, people still wear it as a ho- Alexia wore it as a Halloween costume last year. That see, that's the thing. Like, it. I think it's forever cemented into everybody's memory at this point because that left shark performance. Yes, unmatched, one hundred percent. It's like somebody infiltrated and was like, "I don't know what to do, so I'm just gonna do my own thing over here." <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's moments like that where I realize, you know what. I might be able to be successful one day. <laughs> if this can happen on the stage of a Super Bowl, damn it, I should be able to have a thousand listeners on a podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's got to be a thousand. There's got to be a thousand idiots I can trick out there to, <laughs> to listen to me. Yes. Right now it's at like eleven. <laughs> We just need one good spike. <laughs> one good spike. Let's go, baby. <laughs> number five. Wait, that, you, that was your number five, right? Yeah. My number five. Uh, Rihanna's return in 2023, last year. Oh, was yes. awesome. I loved yes. it. Yes. She hadn't performed in like almost a freaking decade. I think it was like seven or eight years. And then she comes back in that like red jumpsuit or whatever it was. Pregnant. Hold on, before you go on anymore, just because we can lump it in. My number four is Rihanna's twenty twenty three. So we can just throw Boom, that in. Baby. That's my number four. Um, but uh, the the fact that also she was pregnant and was going through that, and flying around, flying around the damn stadium. What are you doing? It was fucking. It was probably like I probably should have it higher, but there's just some people above uh, above this one that I just love just a little bit more because it kept me so entertained. But Rihanna's last year was it it left me speechless afterwards because I was just so encompassed in it. People, it was so good. I know that she is like one of the highest rated stars, but. She's underestimated, honestly. If you look up the number of number one hits that she's had, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Dare I say, she might be better than Beyonce. <clears throat> what? I was, huh? What'd you say there? I had a little cough there. I, I mean. Yeah, I completely understand I was just it. saying, yeah. like, Rihanna is just a really, really good star. Yeah. 
100% agree with that <laughs> because we basically had it at the same exact spot. So now I can't wait to hear what your four is. But her performance was just amazing. Speechless. Plus, she did inspire one of the greatest lip sync battle performances of all time. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where he went up against his girlfriend. That was amazing. Zendaya. Yes. Oh. 100%, dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's your number four? My number four. Let me find it because. Uh, oh, mine is the 2004 Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Nelly, and JT performance. And there's somebody that I didn't mention. Because, oh, so fucking bad. I can't stand him. But Kid Rock was in that performance. Oh, Kid Rock's a fucking idiot. Yep. The worst. Well, not the worst. There are people like Hitler, but, you know, pretty bad. Oh, I thought you were going to say like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> He's not as bad as Kid Rock. <laughs> I will fucking fight you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. There was quite a few, quite a few questionable people in that 2004 showing. Uh, quite a few is stretching it. I I don't know. I'm not talking bad about P. Diddy. I don't want him to hunt me down. What? <laughs> okay. I'm just playing Diddy. You know I love you. Like that <laughs> is enough for me. Okay. I'm moving <laughs> on to my number three. <laughs> My number three has already been mentioned at this point. It is the 2021 The Weeknd. Just the fact that you, like, I, I get the controversy behind it of, like, did he actually sing? Did he lip sync? Like, whatever. I really don't give a shit about that. Like, what you did in that 2021 <laughs> performance. I hit my microphone. <laughs> fucking amazing like you kept me entertained during the halftime show when normally i can just listen to it and be perfectly fine no i felt like i had to watch it because i didn't want to miss anything with it and, and i get that i've already said that but i don't care i i thought it was an amazing performance i love look we can do top 10 worst also because i know one of yours, it's on your top ten. It would be on my bottom ten. <laughs> but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> I sure. just can't get... Dude, that Rolling Stones performance was so bad. <laughs> they were so yeah, old, I'm, they could barely move. <laughs> I don't care if you move, though. <laughs> like, when you are that old and you are a part of... You, you are cemented into history... Like, I don't that get, is like, true. I want to just hear those songs. They are, like, forever cemented in history. And I they think, are, do they have new music? I think they just released new music, didn't they? Did they? I don't, dude, I think so. I think I heard. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling. All right. Googling are this. you Googling it? Um. So we're at my number, are we at my number three already? Yeah. It hasn't even been 30 minutes yet. That's crazy. This one's going to be a sprint. Well, my number three is from the very first Super Bowl halftime show that I remember watching. 
And this was in 1994. Don't fucking at me. Fuck all you people who are calling me fucking old. Yes, I actually remember this one because I was like nine years old. Or something like that. Eight. I don't know. What year was I born? I was eight or nine. Math is hard. It would have been eight, I think. Yeah. Would have and been... yes, they did just release a new one in 2023. <laughs> That's so crazy, man. Hackney Diamonds. Exactly. They're all hacks. Actually, I, actually, I like Just Rolling Stones. Just say your goddamn number three and shut up. My number three is from the very first Super Bowl halftime show I remember. Uh, it was from 1994. It's It was the Rockin' Country Sunday? Rockin' Country Showdown? What the fuck? It was something like that. But it had all of the big country stars, uh, Tanya Tucker, Clint Black, Travis Tritt, uh, the Judd sisters, Naoma, Naomi and Winona Judd. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, probably because like, I was a huge country fan also. Still am, but... And you didn't really see country in the spotlight like that. Was that also the last Super Bowl that the Dallas Cowboys won? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't fucking No, in ninety four? No, didn't they win it in the late nineties? Ninety six? I don't know, dude. I'm just saying like Probably though. I mean Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, uh whoever the old ass quarterback, uh, Troy no, Aikman. Ninety seven was the last one they Nailed won. it. Cha ching. Uh, so ever since I was born they've not won. <laughs> That's maybe crazy. it's me. Uh, maybe it's you. You're the, you're the. <laughs> I'm the one holding the Cowboys back. I fucking knew it. I love it. Uh, well, we appreciate your service. Thank you for your service. One hundred percent. So I've heard about this halftime show because of how you and I grew up. Um, like, like any type of like country music at the big stage, like. Because we used to watch the like CMA awards and like stuff like that, so the big award ceremony, and then like people always talked about this. I've seen videos on TikTok and whatnot about this one, but <laughs> that's a I, funny statement. Like, I can't, I can't give any good the, information the about the good old the Grand old Opry. That was that was a big thing growing up. Uh, that we, yeah, that was CMA's Grand Ole Opry, and then having that Rockin' Country Sunday showdown, whatever the fuck it was called, that one was that one was pretty 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 cool, pretty cool. Number two already, number two already. So my number two, I don't know if you're going to like this number two because I don't know how you feel about this individual, but my number two was the 2007 performance. Of Prince. Prince has one of my favorite songs of all time. Really? I didn't know that you, like, I, so, like, I know it released before I was born, but I've heard Purple Rain, like, so many times throughout my life. So, I love Prince, absolutely. Uh, when so, Doves Cry, When Doves Cry is one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, okay, I'll have to listen to that one because I don't know it off the top of my head, but... Maybe uh, I'm just like my mother. I I think like maybe I like this one so much because like I may be wrong, but I feel like this was his last big performance before passing in 2016. 
Um, I don't remember hearing about any big performances after the halftime show. I may be wrong. I'm saying. Well, and the stage was awesome. The stage was that big, like his, his symbol. Exactly. So like, I, I really enjoyed that. It's actually hilarious. I have this here because Krista, when she saw my list, she's like, you have Prince at one. And I was like, well, no, I, I just like started writing it down and I put Prince actually at two because my number one is just my favorite of all time. And we'll get, we'll get to that in a second. But I, I really enjoyed this, even though I was only seven at the time. No, math is hard. Nah, math is hard. <laughs> ah, yeah, see, it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> ten. I was, I was ten. <laughs> Because you got to take so, into account what month it is, and yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, uh huh. See, make fun of me. I was, I was nine, turning ten. <laughs> fuck off. Oh, uh, my number two was from two years ago, and it was the Eminem, Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, Fifty, Kendrick. Do you have that at two? Are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely, yes. Yes. No, I'm, I'm I'm saying you have it at two because that's my number one. Interesting. I, I love that. Loved that show. Their tribute to California Love was just Chef's kiss on top of that performance. I, oh, yes. It was awesome. I loved it. Big ass fifty cent hanging upside down. Dude, I, I like to have so many big named individuals performing live in 2022 like it was so fucking amazing and to open it up with dre and snoop like just immediately like dude and then m comes in like oh fucking amazing 100 percent. yes please would watch that over and over and over and again I yeah I, I I agree, I loved it because like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, especially those two, along with Tupac, were a huge influence when I was younger, and they helped me connect with my older brother through hip hop. So, and then like Eminem was not quite when I was a kid, but like middle school going into high school very influential and then Mary J Blige just the entire time uh and then Kendrick in the past few years you know for me not I'm not a huge Kendrick Lamar fan <clears throat> but that performance absolutely number 2 on my list interestingly enough though Number one on my list is Prince. <laughs> <laughs> so we were. Yeah. I, that's what I originally had. I'm not even joking. I had Prince one, and then the 2022 halftime show. So I named it the 22 halftime show because there were just so many people that I loved, and I didn't want to just say one individual. But yes, I originally had Prince at one. So that's hilarious. You had Prince at one. Yeah, and then the whole thing where they're like. Uh, okay, guys, but you can't kneel. And I'm like, well, 
obviously these idiots don't know who Eminem is because the second you tell Eminem that he's not allowed to kneel and he wants to kneel, he's going to fucking kneel. <laughs> yes. what, what are you going to do? Tell him not to come back? He he told the Grammys to fucking suck a dick. Like, do <laughs> like, oh, you think he gives two fucks? About, no, it's fine. That's what, like, that right there is, that's Eminem for you. He doesn't give a fuck well no and it's that's just I don't want to say that that's not the it's the commercial right I don't care about your your rules that are stupid you know what I mean it's the dumb shit who gives a fuck like you're just arguing to argue and I'm not I'm not going to argue just to argue you know I'm I'm going to if you can't get if you can't give like meaningful arguments with it, get the fuck out. Like that's that was his again. Like that's what he said about the Grammys. He was like, the only reason that the Grammys have people on there is just to show up for a big name, and then they're gonna give the award to some fucking somebody that doesn't deserve it as much. And you know, fuck that. But that was my number one, Prince. I can't believe you don't know that I like Prince. I love Prince's music. See, I didn't know. I'm saying that that's not something like when we're listening to music in the vehicle, like we never play Prince in the vehicle. So I never really knew. True. Yep. When Doves Cry is one of my favorite songs of all time. All right. I'm going to go listen to it now. Well, can you wait until the podcast is over? I don't want to. I don't want to get. Why not? Why, why not just play it right now? Well, Out because loud, so I don't. Everybody can hear. I don't have the rights to Windows <laughs> <laughs> or, or permission. I, I I play. I pay for YouTube. I pay for YouTube, so I feel like that gives <laughs> the rights. For, <laughs> well, YouTube doesn't own the rights, and we don't have the right any rights to YouTube. So, shit. Uh, well, bullshit. you know, this has been short, so why don't we? Go ahead and shoot off some predictions from the Super Bowl. So, we, I, let's I'm start. I have a bet on tonight. Let's start with uh, the anthem. Do you think it goes over or under two minutes? Um, I got. Do we know who's singing it? I honestly, I don't know who's singing it. I wasn't prepared uh, okay. for this. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. Uh, let's see who is singing who is ongoing nope thank you swipe for not swipe who's singing oh it's number one search right now oh yeah that's right I did know that it's Reba McIntyre oh then it's going over ooh I think the other way I think it's going to go under now don't get me wrong I'm not saying she doesn't have chops because you and I both know Reba's got some chops. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That's in the that us saying that is the reason why I think it's going to go over two minutes. I don't think she's. I don't have her, and maybe I'm just misremembering, but I don't have her like holding the the notes. You know what I mean? Like powerful. I feel like yes, she sang it once before. And she had the and she it was over. Oh, maybe I don't know. I didn't I didn't do it. So I'm gonna take the under. Um, let's talk about uh, MVP. Who do you think is gonna be MVP? This is an easy question. Uh, I'm gonna get two here. 
So if the Chiefs win, then it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. And then on top of that, on top of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs winning, the next day, an episode of New Heights will drop and both Kelsey brothers are going to retire. Oh, shit. Calling it. There's some speculation for you. I mean, why not? If you win, there's there's already been like stories out where he could travel with Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? And pe- I, I think that's what's going to happen. Little I baby think- back soy boy, little bitch boy, wanting to retire and follow the the woman that he loves how what ridiculous that's crazy do you want the shovel <laughs> uh, that was that was a good response that's funny <laughs> okay i'm glad you liked it there man um, um yes i now oh yeah your other one my second one if the 49ers win I think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Ooh, I was going to say Bosa. No, I think I think if, if the 49ers are going to win this game, it's going to be because of CMC. Hmm, okay. Ah, uh, man, that's... I'm going to say if the 49ers win, uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to say that I really want Bosa. I really want to see Bosa, like... I don't want it to happen because I want the Chiefs to win. But uh, if the 49ers win, I think it's because of the defense. Uh, really? I, I think what held them back last time was because of their running game. They, yeah. That's, like the 49ers, like I think that's what held them back last time. And because Jimmy G was their quarterback, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Now you got a Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy's a lot better than Jimmy G. I think he's better. I don't know about a lot better. I, I think get, he's a lot. I, like, yeah, I'll, I mean, say, I'll emphasize that lot. Oh, shit. Like, Jimmy G's not even a game manager. Jimmy G's what? He's not even a game manager. <laughs> he's a bench manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's what you get with Jimmy G. Oh, that's that's. Funny. I think if you had if you had put in some type of game manager for the 49ers for that Super Bowl, they would have won that game. Yeah, maybe. Mm, yeah, sure. Why not? Um. So my, like I said, I think it's going to be Bosa. If the 49ers win it, if the Chiefs win it, then obviously you have to give it to Taylor Swift. <laughs> like, clearly. I think she's there, too. Like, I think yeah. she got in last night. I, I read that as well. Um, no, but seriously, it's it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, right? Like, unless they unless Kelsey has like the fucking game. Like, like I'm talking, like I'm talking, like Edelman the game hundred, like a huge catch at the end to win it, plus a hundred xx yards, two touchdowns, and then like I said, the a clutch catch at the end, some sort of ridiculous play. It's so hard to not give it to a quarterback, like, like oh. they have to, like, um. I think only in the past, like, 20 Super Bowls has it not been a quarterback. 
like five times. And it may even be more Super Bowls than that. I'm just saying, like, wow. it's insane to, like, because you just, just like the MVP, like, for the year. It's always a quarterback. Yeah, well, which I mean. sucks, mm. but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about that before we get to our winners, losers prediction. Let's talk about the awards, the NFL awards. Do you think nope. that they got uh, def- Yeah, shit. I need to uh, actually. I need to bring them up. Let's talk about defensive player of the year because I know that one off the top of my head. So I I knew all year it was a toss up between uh, Miles Garrett and JJ Watt. TJ Watt. Uh, sorry, TJ Watt. Goddamn Watts. <laughs> um. So here's my here's my thing on it. The Cleveland defense is nothing without Miles Garrett. True. Literally, probably, probably bottom bottom ten defense. I'd, I'd go a little him. higher than that, honestly. Middle of the pack, but they are middle of the pack at best without Garrett. I, and this is what I say about Watt: you take Watt out, Ooh. that defensive line is still fucking amazing. That defense is still good, like. It doesn't rely solely more on Watt. Well, yeah, and he, he was Cleveland. out, right? He was injured for some of this season, wasn't he? Yeah, like two or two or three. Like, I think it was only like two or three games, honestly. Well, right, but and they won all of those games because of the defense. I well, they won almost all of their games because of the defense. Yeah, <laughs> they made the fucking know, playoffs, didn't they? Did still, they make the playoffs? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. God damn it, Mike Tomlin. He's never getting fired. <laughs> hey, I'm saying if you always want to be mediocre, go for it. Uh, so I, uh, I, so do you agree or disagree with? I, I 100% agree that it should have gone to Miles Garrett. Mm, I disagree. I think it should have been TJ Watt. Just looking at the numbers alone. If you look at the stats alone, I can agree with you saying it should have been one. Like the but numbers not are taking into effect other items. Yeah, like but I had all of these. So what I said, what I'm saying is, all of the 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 reasons that people give where they're like, well, Miles Garrett's getting double and triple teamed. You don't think they're double and triple teaming TJ Watt? No, they are. No, they are 100. percent and TJ Watt has a, a touchdown this year. <laughs> okay. Miles Garrett right. doesn't have a touchdown. It is, it is splitting hairs. So I don't begrudge the fact that Miles Garrett won it. He definitely has worked hard. He deserves the accolades. He is a hell of a player. Uh, and this is not me being a bitter Cleveland f- fan saying that TJ Watt should have won it. Or like ex Cleveland fan, you know what I mean? But I do think that the stats are so in favor of TJ Watt having it um, that that he should have. I think he should have won it. But uh, I think it came down to like a, like first place votes, and that's what like yeah, probably. It it was it was very close. Oh, 23 to 19. I see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was very. Yeah, it was close actually like, really. Yeah, and I can see that. Sure, like you're just splitting hairs, and I I, I got you. Uh, offensive player of the year, obviously, like Christian McCaffrey deserves that. Yeah. He. One hundred percent. I don't disagree with that. He he is a probably the vital piece with the 49ers off. Absolutely. If uh, they didn't have him, they wouldn't have even made it to the playoffs. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, CJ Stroud. The only that, one that to give me at yeah, that point. The only one that like even came close maybe would have been Puka, but he wasn't even close. Not even no. close. CJ definitely tore it up. Uh, it was it 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 was amazing to see that um, they got a competent uh, quarterback down there and look what happened. <laughs> True, uh, was a defensive rookie, defensive rookie Will Anderson yeah, Jr. Will Anderson Jr. Sure, Fuck, he just it was him destroyed. Or, yeah, it was him or Jalen Carter. Lines. Right, Jalen Carter. I think, in my opinion, probably should have gotten it, but. I'm not gonna like. Oh no! Like I and I, I can understand why you're saying Jalen Carter there, just because like Will Anderson did miss two games, um. But if you watch some of the stats, well, some of the highlights and look at some of the stats with Will Anderson Jr. as a rookie, like there was one play I forget what it was. I think it was against the Miami Dolphins where he just like he just plowed through the left tackle and smacked the ball, grabbed it like it was nothing. Um, like it, it literally looks smooth as shit. Here's the one that I've heard a lot of a lot of people bitching about, and that's comeback player of the year. I don't know how you don't give it to Joe Flacco after what he did. Like sitting on your couch. Oh man, my my mic spiked right there. Sitting on your couch one day, go to the practice squad, and then you get called, and then you lead the team to the playoffs. They won games because of Joe Flacco. They lost games because of Joe Flacco. But the other guy died on the field. And his impact this year on the field was next to nothing. That's the only reason. Okay, then what's the difference between that and um, the Washington quarterback that I can't think of his name right now? Alex? The dude, Alex Smith, he snapped his leg on the field and just all he did was come back and he didn't do anything and he won it. I, I, I don't think he should have won it. That's the thing. Uh, so Except he had more impact. This, this is why the NFL needs to do what the NBA is doing. You have a comeback player of the year, and then you have a bounce back player of the year. I I think that I think that Demar Hamlin should have been third in that voting. I think Joe Flacco should have gotten first. I think Baker Mayfield should have gotten second, and I think Demar Hamlin should have gotten third at best. Because if you have what the NBA has. DeMar Hamlin would have won that easily. And then what would have happened? Like it would have come down to Baker versus Joe Flacco for the comeback player of the year. Yeah. I mean, we could just, if we're giving out fake awards, we could just give resurrected player of the year. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Too too far. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I just don't. He he didn't, he had what? Two tackles this year. And that was it. He came back, played special but teams. But he almost—he died on the field. But he had no impact, zero impact on any game this year, zero. I, it, okay, I understand what you're saying, but he died on the field and came back 
and said, hey, this isn't going to stop me. You literally can't I'm get more comeback than that is what you're saying. What's that? You literally can't get more comeback than that. Like Exactly. <laughs> That's uh, you know what I I we're just gonna have to d- agree to disagree on this one because I do not yeah think he because I'm be, right thank you I, moving sh- on he should not even been considered honestly for that he his oh my god his Will you just fucking move on no I can't because his, his comeback player of the year is for somebody who actually comes back and contributes he didn't contribute. Then okay, then I'm going to fight. Why the fuck didn't Baker get it? Look what Baker went through the year oh, before. I would have much preferred Baker to get it, but that is my bias coming out. <laughs> Baker was a hell of a fucking. I'm not even letting my bias go with it. I'm stating that in reality, Baker probably had one of the statistically worst years ever. The year before, with how much he bounced around. True. Then he finally finds somewhere that trusts in him, and look what he does. He Woo! leads them Get that money, baby. to the playoffs, wins the game against the beaten down at that point Eagles. I get that 100%. E-A-D-L-E-S. Like, I really, like, in reality, I think they should have won it more, like, more than Joe Flacco. So you agree Baker Mayfield should have won over anybody? Yeah, no, you said yes. (laughs) If we're talking just the comeback player portion of like year to year, then yes. But if we're talking like had to go through so much stuff just to get back, that's Damar Hamlin. Nah, you got to contribute. Okay, what's your next one? Just fucking move on. I'm done with this. (laughs) We're going to talk about coach, coach of the year. Uh, This one's a joke to me. This one is 100% a joke. I cannot believe that fucking Kevin Stefanski won coach of the year. Yeah. No. Over no, Dan it, Campbell? Yeah. MCDC? Get, yeah. He fucking deserved that. I don't, All day, every day for that goddamn award. Dude, there How were, the fuck he didn't win it? I don't understand. They're saying, John, John. okay, so here's your top five. Your top five from ascending order. John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan, Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryans, and Kevin Stefanski. You're going to put Dan Campbell below D'Amico That's a What a fucking joke. That's crazy to me. The only way I can see that you can have D'Amico Ryan above MCDC is solely for he's a rookie head coach. He took a very young team and went deep into the playoffs. Like, I can see it, but... I'm going to emphasize the but portion of this. <laughs> but you saw a team that has always been the laughing stock of the NFL and never winning anything and never getting far, never going past the first round, make it to within inches oh, of going to the Super Bowl. Heartbreak. Oh, yeah. I, I, I No, that's crazy to me. That's why MC, like, I wouldn't even put Stefanski in, in the top three. God, that is, oh, my God. This, this is gross. Do you see, I'm looking looking at these, uh, uh, you know, it was a tie. They both, D'Amico Ryan's and Kevin Stefanski had 165 points. Kevin Stefanski had one more first place vote 
than D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, I do. I did see that. Yes. Damn. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy, little bro. Um, yeah. I guess the only thing we have left, the only one that really I really care about, is the MVP. And I think that, sure, yes, I think that they got it right. And that hurts me to say. Like he was, uh, even though like he chokes when it uh, when it matters. We're talking regular season awards here. I know. It's if just we weren't talking regular season awards, I 100% you cannot give it to Lamar Jackson. You definitely can't give it to Dak Prescott. At that point, it would have had to have been Christian McCaffrey. And that's the frustrating part. Like, <laughs> it'll just... never, it, we in our lifetime, we will never see it go to a non-quarterback ever again. Um, we just did, right? Ha! <laughs> Got him! <laughs> and with that, I think it's time to check out. Check out? Well, no, you didn't tell me who you think's going to win. The Super Bowl. I... Uh, okay. So I'm going to lock... Uh, I'm try, uh, you're trying to lock me in here. I, I, yeah, I want you locked in. I want a pick, and I want the score. Oh, man. I think I'm trying not to be make it like uh, uh, bring in my personal with this. I really don't want to see the Chiefs winning. Oh, you're a hater, hater. I want I want to I want to see <laughs> Mister Irrelevant win a Super Bowl, oh, which I think would be so, fucking amazing. That would be so good. But. What I think is going to happen, it's going to be the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl again, and it's going to be 24-20. Travis Kelsey scores the final game winner. Woo, baby! You heard it here. All right, you ready for my prediction? So you think it's going to be 24-20 Pat Mahomes MVP? Yep. Okay. I think it's going to be 38-17 Chiefs. You think it's going to be a blowout? Fucking right, I do. You know why? Because I love the Chiefs. I don't hate the 49ers. I won't be upset if they win. But the more people are complain about the Chiefs, the more... It's the opposite of the Patriots, right? I fucking hated the Patriots because... I hated the Patriots the same reason I hated Michael Jordan. Because they were so goddamn good, and they just beat the shit out of my team for fucking decades and I hated it I fucking hated it but the, I don't know what it is the more people hate on the Chiefs the more I just lean into liking them it's so funny to me dude it's See, like, I, I will say that I like them solely for the reason people are hating on them because of Taylor Swift <laughs> and I, actually, I so personally funny. like Taylor Swift I love listening to her music oh so. you're one of them soy boys huh <laughs> don't even know what that means <laughs> I don't know what it means Oh my wife poked her head in here And then she ran away Run <laughs> Run away uh, Anyway Yeah so we both got the Chiefs I got the Chiefs in a blowout You got the Chiefs in a tight one uh, So I think we're probably both Yeah I'd say Pat Mahomes is probably going to get MVP uh, and oh, then, I think easily he wins the MVP. Like, if, if the Chiefs win, it's a it's it's a no brainer. He gets it. 
you're not going to pay a guy that much money and then, <laughs> and then not give not, him and then the NFL <laughs> not give him that award. Although I think it would be funny. Oh man, I'm starting to second guess it now. I think it should be Travis Kelsey. I want Travis I'm picking Travis Kelsey MVP. Because I want to see a State Farm commercial where Travis Kelsey says, who's a sidekick now? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm here for it then. Uh, I want to see it happen. All right, well, uh, I know it's going to be weird because earlier I picked this <laughs> halftime show as my number 10 and we haven't seen it yet. And uh, But we're going to see who's right. Also, part of the reason why I didn't want to do it tomorrow because I wanted to do, to do to do predictions. So, all right, that's a fair statement. We could have done predictions and then you edited it together and put that all in one. Yeah, we could have, but I don't want to. So, forty-eight seventeen or thirty-eight seventeen. I think it's going to be a blowout, and uh, you got. 20 what'd you say 27 to 20 24 to 7 uh, 24 to 20 24 20 that's right all right well i appreciate you stopping by my phone appreciate you stopping by my phone <laughs> um if you're new to the channel thank you for listening uh go check us out anywhere you can if if you don't if you don't want to just listen to us on your podcast go check out our I keep saying hour because now I'm just used to streaming with Jamie. Uh, go go check out my YouTube page. Mine, damn it! Actually, I, it's really the communities. So I wouldn't be able to do this without you. I mean, I mean, I would, but it wouldn't be as fun. But I like producing and making content for people. So if you liked it. Shout out, go go to my YouTube page. That is youtube.com slash at dad and company pod. All one word, obviously. So check us out there or if, wherever you get your podcast. Leave me some comments. Leave me some feedback. If there are certain top tens you want to you want to hear, shoot me a message. Um, if you are not new and you've been here, do the same thing. Help, help your boy out. So uh, if you like gaming and you are into anything in the world of gaming i have a gaming stream that i do on twitch that is twitch.tv slash completely unrelated 740 yeah i separated them there yeah completely unrelated 740 we stream three nights a week monday wednesday friday go check us out over there but we need to get the word spread around. I need to get a little bit bigger. So remember, tell your friends, tell your family, and I don't give a shit to tell your enemies as long as the work is out there. Peace. Bye.